Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Group Time. It's been a while and even though we said probably like a month ago <laughs> more that we would make an episode on Andor next week, here we are a month later making in, that episode. In the next year. <laughs> in the next year. So, what's up guys? Today we're talking about Andor and as always I'm joined by my co-host Lanixton, who Hello. you know and maybe love. I don't that much, but you know. Here we are. <laughs> we all have our own personal bias when we co-host things. <laughs> so, first off, Andor. It was a good show. I liked it. Pretty good. Pretty Just good. pretty good. That's an understatement. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it was pretty solid. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it right here. This show was honestly a low-key masterpiece. It really was. I but mean, the, this show kind of puts all other Star Wars content to shame. It, yeah. It puts a lot. It's, it's most of the series. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, the, whether or not people believe Mandalorian is better than Mandalorian, it's completely debatable. However, consider because Mandalorian is also at least season two is carried a lot by the cameos. Uh huh. But I mean, season two was great, but it also like you know the cameos made it amazing. Yeah. But I mean, Andor, literally all by itself. No, no, no actual real cameos or anything. It did. It did amazing. In my opinion, it did really, really good. And the story flows so perfectly. And it knows how to use flashbacks. <laughs> Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. I, yeah, this show really was... A, it was really... It was perfect, really. I, there were really, like, no, like... I had no actual problems with it. Yeah, I, I never thought that it was, like, going too slow. I never... I was never bored with the show. I always... There was always something that, that had me there. Hooked. Yeah, it had me hooked. Each episode served a purpose. There was no real filler. We all know what kind of shows in Star Wars have filler. Mainly the animated ones, but Book of Boba Fett also had its moments. Yeah. <laughs> and Mando. We're looking at you too, Mando. You're not free from this. So, well, since we already got our initial thoughts out of the way, so what was your favorite part of and or everything. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, everything was great, yes. But if I had to choose... Listen, it comes down to three... I mean, the series comes down to, like, four actual main things, right? I mean, following Cassian, and then the other side is following Lufin and Mon Mothma, who everyone was played excellently, of course. Diego Luna always does amazing yeah. as Cassian Andor, and he deserves awards, multiple. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so the first three episodes we know... It follows him. Like, first of all, I think it was really good that they released all three episodes on the first go. Because yeah. all of those is basically all connected. Like, that, it, entire, it that was one story. It would have been so slow and probably we would have received maybe a little bit less if it were released one episode at a time from the beginning. Yeah. But because of all, like, this is his origin story and then we move forward. Yeah. And so the first three episodes were about him escaping Aldani. Well... Kind of. Ferex. Adani is, is, <laughs> is where he's from. I forgot about that. Then, the... Honestly, the one... the What was it? Aldani Axford gets in the eye, right? Or is it just Axford gets the eye in and out? Well, you don't have to name every episode. <laughs> okay, where the part when he was... When they were... When they were on, on Aldani, right? That was, the, that was the plan when they were on. When they did the whole heist during the eye. That one was great. Honestly, and the event of the eye looked amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's probably one of the best scenes in all of Star Wars, like, visually speaking. <laughs> yeah. 
And the prison scene, the, the prison part, that was, that was, that was, that was that pretty was good. That was really good. Yeah. Especially near the end, the episode 9 and 10, Nobody's Listening in One Way Out, those episodes were honestly like peak. Yeah. It really gets you into, like, like oh my god, I can't believe that this show is almost over. Heck, I know. <laughs> after episode 10, I thought, like, for a second that the show was over, and like, oh wait, no, there's more. And then I thought, wait, there's only two episodes more left. I want more. <laughs> good thing we already have season two and three that they've been announced. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and good thing, because this, this show was, was really good. This show... It's, had, it's, had, it's the, like... Every single time it like cuts away to another character, it's, there's a reason for it. Yeah, like, I mean, we, you know, we're following Cassie and all that, but then it cuts to Lufin and Mon Mothma who are trying to build a rebellion. Yeah, Mon Mothma and Lufin doing it in two completely different ways, which we're gonna talk about Lufin and Mon Mothma a little bit later because they have we have things to talk about them. Also, as well, when the when the Empire is cracking down on Ferrix after what Cassian did. Yeah, Man, I think the, the Empire got dark. <laughs> I mean, we know that's dark. Bruh. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they're the bad guy. I know, but it's just like it's, it's, it's Andor is different. Yeah, it re- I mean, of course, I mean, Bo- Book of Boba Fett and Mando are also TV fourteen, but Andor is just like just a little bit more on the adult side. Like, yeah. th- like this is not made for children, but children can enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> children can enjoy it. Like, I I agree that it was definitely um it was more action packed. It was more, it was more like serious. Like it wasn't like. Because in the book of Boba Fett, I think this is like, they, they're trying to make him look into a good guy. Yeah. And it, there was a lot of, I feel like it relied a lot of, on like, I want to say like humor, but like bad humor, Uh, (laughs) like humor. That's not funny. Mm, I see. And Mandalorian had obviously had Grogu, so that carried it. That, that had like those two, like kept those, those two were making like the, I'm not okay for for Mandalorian. Grogu does not hold back the show because it's still a great show. And is it is it the only? You know, it's like the only pillar. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not talking about like that. I'm talking about like Those like how it's like it that one because it has Grogu. It's more like it's more open to like younger audiences. Yeah, and the bad humor of Book of Boba Fett, which did hold it back a little bit, and that definitely like also kept it like more like towards like. Sort of a young, like, younger audience, but still yeah. older than Mandalorian. Yeah. And then Andor, it, it didn't have any of that. Like, there was... I'm trying to think. Are there any jokes in... There probably in, are, but, like... Because I can't remember any of the jokes. I can't... Because it's not supposed to be funny. The show yeah, I know, is it's, serious. It's, just, it's, seri- it's a serious show. Like, like the, the, the way that I re- Andor kind of reminds me of, like, this, like, the spy thriller... Of the Captain America movies, or at least, um, I, mainly Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's like it's more of a political thriller. That's what it is supposed to be. Yeah. Instead of the action packedness of like main of main Star Wars, like main Star Wars, because um, like Clone Wars, it had a lot of action packed scenes, but then also had politics stuff. Yeah. Which I mean, politics basically make up Star Wars without politics. What is anyone actually doing in this world? Yeah. Yeah, but the thing about the politics episodes in Star Wars is that a lot of them are really, really boring. There are only a select few episodes... That are, like, actually good. That are actually, like, really good. But, uh, however, in this show, like... Because there, there wasn't necessarily, like... There weren't, like... Because they didn't have one particular episode devo- devoted... To, to just the, that. To, to the politics. 
it was they would just we Cut would just get so they, often. yeah we would just they would just talk about the empire and the senate and stuff I, sometimes in the episodes and it, it was I'm not saying that it was like a side thing because everything that's going on it all it's all important it, it all lines up and every, yeah exactly everything gets paid off exactly or will be soon paid off in the future it, yeah and I because I think that what's really great about this is because. It, de- it follows the motif of Rogue One. And Rogue One is, is different from the other Star Wars movies because obviously in those Star Wars movies you have... They're, they're, it's basically like a normal like, mo- like, n- like a normal action movie. Like, you know, there's action and then there's the, the, like, the humor and stuff. that like, They just like, say like, plain jokes and like, people will laugh. Uh-huh. But in Andor... It, I mean, not Andor. Uh, Rogue One, it's like a very serious thing. Like... The only like, comedic character you really have is K2SO, but he's not trying to be funny. He's just funny. He's just a robot. He's so, sar- he's a sarcastic robot, which is what makes him funny. Exactly, but it's still like the the sh- the movie is still consistently serious, like all the time, basically. You can tell the stakes are high. Yeah, and you can tell, like once people once bodies start dropping, you realize no one here has plot armor. Yeah, but, I mean, the moment you realize that you don't, that you never see these characters in any other media, you realize, oh no, they do not have plot armor. Yeah, I mean, and spoiler alert, they all die. <laughs> <laughs> yep, spoilers <laughs> if you never saw that episode, that movie. But yeah, I think that because that's what really like kept it. I mean, even Mandalorian is serious. Like there aren't a lot of like it because there aren't like jokes. It's more like uh, wholesome like moments, like with Grogu and stuff. Yeah, and. In Andor, there's like the only wholesome moments are like with the the little droid, and then the funeral, yeah. like the funeral before the riot happened. Yes, <laughs> before the riot started. But yeah, what was his name? BD? No, I forget the droid's name. I feel so bad now. I feel like a bad person for not remembering <laughs> the droid's name. Oh, I am a bad person. Don't worry, buddy. I don't remember either. <laughs> Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, can we, okay, next, I, I really want to talk about Lufin. Can we talk about Lufin? Okay, yes. I love Lufin. Honestly, I love Lufin as well. Honestly, he was... He was great. He Honestly, kind of one of my favorite characters since this entire <laughs> series. He was played to basic perfection. Because, I mean, it's, it's not like we're pulling him in from another media. Uh, to my knowledge, this is the first time Lufin has ever showed up in Star Wars canon. Which is, my, which is making me really starting to worry where his fate ends up by the end of the series. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, okay. His speech to the, to the traitor in the... In the Imperial... What, what's it called? The, um... The ISB? Yeah, no, I, his... Lufin's speech about what he sacrificed... Ch- chills. Yeah, I have absolute that, chills. That speech is is really great. You know, he's played so good. He's played. He, he's kind of played like, kind of like a sane lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> that, he's 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 in, awesome. he, he's insanely sane. That makes sense. He's he's so he's serious when he needs to be, but then he like he laughs, he smiles when he like when he, like, when he needs he, to. Be. He's putting on a show. Exactly. So so. He's an actor playing an actor. So it's like you're you're in your the, the perfect headspace. Yeah. And oh my god, and Lufin is kind of like that. Like he's kind of like in the anti-hero in some like like the the dark hero. Like yeah. the one that you know whose morals you shouldn't agree with because of the methods, 
but you slightly do because yeah. of the results. Like, I mean, Aldani caused a lot of damage. However, <laughs> it got him the resources necessary for to continue playing his rebellion, but then also his plan was also that the Empire would crack down harder, which would hurt the other rebel factions. Hoping on the pure hope that more rebels would come out. Yeah. So it's like it's like the that's like a really bad I mean it's a good bet, but like if it didn't work, oh well. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean Honestly, he, he gave a lot. It's like a lot of good, bad vibes. <laughs> like, you, whenever like he whenever the camera goes back to him, you're like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then also the twist that uh, he had an ISB agent, a, a traitor in the ISB. So, like, oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> I like this mustache, man, but now I have reason to like him more, and now I fear for his safety. <laughs> <laughs> like, when people introduce, like, a surprise traitor, now you, now you fear. Yeah, I mean, I was saying that I worried about Hux dying in Rise of Skywalker, but like, oh, he's probably gonna end up dying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but nobody really cared about Rise of Skywalker. N- none of those characters were important. None of us cared about them. It's because before you, int- because for us to care about characters, you have to make us care. Give them a story, fleshed out their characters like they did in Andor. Yep. Now, why Mothma? Yeah. <laughs> so there was there's three main storylines, right? There was Cassians, there was Lufins, and then there was well, there was four really: Cassians, Lufin, Mon Mothma, and then the citizens of Ferrix. Yes. I guess it and was Cyril. Like, and Cyril. He's, sometimes I forget about Cyril, but then he's also like, he's kind of the web. Yeah, but he he. No, he, see he, the thing is, I, I think, think I, it's like, e- I think it's easy to forget about Cyril because he doesn't really show up. He doesn't really do much. He didn't do a lot, but his. I mean, he was kind of important in the first. Three episodes. Yeah, but other than that, his his story is not very. It his story his 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 because his, his relation with his mom is relatable. <laughs> you see, I think it's easy to forget about him because he doesn't do much. I'm that's that's. Uh, no hate. I like the character. In some cases, I do believe that he is funny. Yeah, the character is our strange comic relief in some cases. Uh, yeah, I agree. But also, like, he's kind of. He's extremely devoted to the empire, in a way that you may, that you think like, oh, okay, he's gonna turn eventually. He will, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of like I was like, oh, he's def- he's probably gonna turn like near the end of the sh- the the first like near the end of the the show, and then he never turned. He ne- like I'm just like, maybe he won't turn. <laughs> maybe he won't. And, like like Sarah would probably be one that would be a side character. Yeah, like like he's like like. He would probably be that line of story that, like, you need it. We, we need to watch this so that some parts make sense. Yeah. And it'll probably become important later. Exactly. No. 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 Hold, hold, hold on. Before we move on. Do you ship Cyril and Dedra? I don't care about them. <laughs> I literally have... I, I literally... that Like, that's the part that, like... That was, like... that. Th- all of that was just, like, really obnoxious to me. I'm like, that's just weird and I don't care. <laughs> I don't... I don't really care about any of that. The one thing I do appreciate about Dedra is her her ambition actually is actually getting her results. Yes. And that's actually scary. <laughs> like when you're rooting for the good guys, but then the bad guys are also kinda like really smart. I mean the ISB is smart. Yes. Like if you if you have seen Rebels and you watch Agent Callus do his thing, I mean, you know, when he first starts. Yeah. He good. <laughs> he real good. Yes. 
All right, now Mon Mothma. Yes. Now, this is the other side of the political coin. <laughs> so, for for those who need a refresher, or for those who decide to listen to this episode and have no idea who she is, she she's, is a senator. She's a senator, and she is part of the rebellion. She's part of the council, and she, she, shows, she, she, she shows, shows up in Rogue, Rogue One. One. And, and a deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith, and she also shows up in Rebels. Yes. Star Wars Rebels, the animated show. Uh, so... Isn't she also the leader of the rebellion? And isn't she also the one that destroyed Snoke's fleet? No, that was Holda. Oh, you're right. Completely different character. Sorry, they just look really similar to me. Uh... Except for the pink hair. I mean, that's... I can kind of... I can slightly see that. Alright. You see, it's... <laughs> I just forgot... I just forget stuff. Okay. When I don't care. So she is secretly funding a rebellion, which yes. we kind of already knew. Mm-hmm. And also the the Gormans, which was mentioned in this show, is kind of a payoff of what show, of what happens in Rebels, where she speaks out against the Emperor about all the atrocities, and the Gormans were also in that. Mm-hmm. And so like everything pays. Like, like, like you can really follow this canon. It's here. not a payoff. It's just no. I'm saying that you can like follow the canon. Here. I know, but you said it was paying off. It's not. Okay, it's just a... that was a wrong word. But you can see the can. Like they're keeping canon. Like okay, so yes. motivation continues. But so she's like she's transferring money from her personal accounts, her family accounts to like she's rich. She's rich. I mean, senators are rich. <laughs> Same thing in real life. She's like she's funneling her money not for corrupt reasons, but. Like, that's to overthrow the government. That's for a good reason. <laughs> She's doing it to overthrow the... To start a coup, but it's good. For, because that's what Star Wars taught us. Because apparently, rebels are good guys. Only when they're going up against the Empire. Anyway. <laughs> they're going like, up against an organized, systematic thing. Because they miss the old thing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying... Perspective. It's just, I mean, we all know Star Wars is pure perspective. I was not expecting that uh, Vel would be her sister. I too was surprised about that. Like, I was like, wait, what? What? I was so, I was like, dang, that caught me off guard. That did, ca- that, that caught me off guard too. <laughs> like, I was like, hmm, okay. That's pretty interesting. That oh. is interesting. <laughs> It, it all like it also like kind of like because because they're, they're working together then they can like help each other but then also like just continue spending money little, little everyone knows that's who you are so continue doing it okay I'm sure it'll have her, its implications later yeah but so anyway so the empire starts like figuring out like hey where's all this money going we're gonna have to start checking these accounts so then she has to play around do some things and then she marries off her daughter by the end of it. Making it look like like getting a loan from this very shady business guy gangster, by and having her driver who's apparently an ISB agent, which we were kind of all thinking, and it was confirmed. So like yes, yeah. <laughs> um, listen in, thinking that her husband was still gambling, and that's where all the money went. So like smart move, first of all. That's pretty big brain, no cap. Like you get <laughs> like you get away with all of it. Yeah, I know. That was like that was like. She was playing 4D chess. 4D chess <laughs> with, like, an opponent who didn't know they were, like, who, 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 who was unsure of whether or not the, they were playing. <laughs> That's how it was, really. Yeah. But, honestly, she, like, there was, like, some real, like, emotional scenes. Where, like, 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 she's trying real hard. Mm-hmm. She, she's trying real hard to get, to get the rebellion up and running. While she's trying to get the funds for it, Lufin's also trying to get the funds for it, where he's trying to connect all the rebel factions. And we see it when he's talking with Saul, which yeah. I was very glad we were able to see Saul in this. And, all, and 
crazy as ever. Yeah. Not as I always loved Sagarera. He was always like, he was always like, because I don't always remember he exists because he doesn't show up often. But whenever he does, I'm like, oh yeah, Saw's in this. That's super cool because he's always he's always been like one of my favorite characters, but like one of those favorite characters that you just forget exists sometimes. <laughs> But that he's really cool. He shows up in everything. But the reason, like, I'm, I'm more than sure that this is why he shows up in everything. First of all, he was an active rebel. So everything that's happening in the Empire era before Rogue One. Yes. Like, he can show up anywhere. And, like, it'll make sense. Yeah. But, but also, he's supposed to be, like, the character. Because we know he's, he's, he's radicalized. Yeah. The way that he is. But, so you can see how... His morals, well, at least the main character's morals and Sanders go against Saws. Yes. Is, are they as crazy as or are they, like, getting closer, even more radicalized than him? Or are they more, you know, they're a bit more on the passive side. Yeah. They, they prefer to keep, their, they, they prefer to take prisoners rather than corpses. I don't know, it was weird to say. But you, <laughs> you get the point. Like, that's exactly how Saul was. We yes. see him, like, he shows up in everything. In, Re- in the, what was it, two episodes of Rebels? No, it was more episodes of Rebels. Yeah. Of, like, you can really see, you can really compare Kanan, Zeb, Sabine, and Ezra to Saw. So, you, like, we already know how they are, but now we can see, put into a situation, in a certain situation, how do they deal with it. Yeah. And Lufin seems to be a bit on the insane side, if not m- a little bit more. Then Saul <laughs> being willing to sacrifice Krieger, and when Saul was like, "What?" <laughs> Saul was kind of like, "Excuse me, what?" Yeah, I, yeah, because Saul and Luthen like there's a lot they have a lot in common except for the fact that Saul doesn't like to work with anybody else. Well, Luthen's trying to connect everything. Yeah. Saul is really just looking out for his for the people in his inner circle. Yeah, he's not really interested. And helping the masses, which he eventually does, but then later breaks off because you know of his methods, which we see in Star Wars Rebels. Yes, but and in Rogue One, and in Rogue One, but you really see it um, in there. And Luthen plays so many mind games with so many people. Yeah, by and there was also the second sub story of of Ferrix, mm-hmm. which we saw um, Andor's mom, adoptive mom Marva, also. I hope he does find his sister. I hope that does become that is paid off later. Yeah. Or what if imagine she's like an imperial, or right. she's dead. I mean, if she's dead and it's all for nothing. But yeah, I mean, yeah. If she's dead, it's all for. I feel like if he if if he finds his sister, she either has to be. She has to be working against him, or else I feel like it won't be paid off like in full, because if he just finds. But at this point, it's also kind of a cliche. I know, but the thing is. Because we never, we don't, e- we didn't even know he had a sister <laughs> until the series came out. Because he never talked about them. So will she die? In the, in, ro- I think so. Either either way, she's probably gonna die. I don't think she's already gonna be dead. Because then the payoff. Because then that would just go nowhere. So I think he's gonna find her. She's either gonna be an imperial. She's gonna help him, and then she's gonna die. Either way. That's what I think is going to happen if he finds her. Or, or, like, maybe she'll die loyal to the Empire. Maybe, but that's boring. Characters that die loyal to the Empire are dumb. <laughs> Not necessarily, because in some cases, like, it shows, like, 
why the Empire was able to rule for so long. I know. For, but... for as long as it did, at least. Because there were people truly devoted to die for the Empire. And because Cassian looked so long for his sister, just for her to die by the hand, just, just for her to die, what if he kills her? Because he, cause she's going to hurt his friend. I know, that's better, though. I that's know, better than if she just dies for that, the Empire in a different way. Uh-huh, but I'm saying, like, in, 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 in that way. Because then, like, then, did... Well, you should have said that instead. Instead sorry, of her sorry, just sorry. Di- You should have said... What? You should have said that Cassie yes, killed her. So that... And, and then that way, the emotional payoff is real. Yeah. Because he looked for her, for her sister for all this time just for him to be the one that kills her. And it would solidify the fact that he's lost everything in Rogue One. Yes. Also, it really starts showing you why he is the way he is in Rogue I think, One. I think every single one of the people that he saved from Ferrix is going to die. I don't think they're going to make it, because if they made it, they'd probably be in Rogue One. That's true. I think only Melshi's going to survive from the series, besides Kazian, obviously. Because we know that Melshi's in Rogue One. He also dies there. But <sighs> everyone dies in Rogue One. <laughs> Because I don't think a lot of these characters are going to survive. And because we already know that uh, Nemec died. Basically, everybody else on I was so mad. When, <laughs> I was so mad and sad when Nemec died. Oh, I loved Nemec. Ne- he was such a nerdy kid. I loved him. He was funny. Okay, be quiet. I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> when he got crushed, I was like, no. Okay. Okay, sorry, my bad. So, right, continue. Nemec died. Skeen is dead. Kino is stuck. Uh, Lieutenant Gorn died. Man, uh, I was so sad when he died. He was a fu- <laughs> he was a good character. Uh, the other guy died. <laughs> There's a lot of on the Aldani. On, on the Aldani thing. Basically, everybody died except for Vel and Sinta and Cassian. Basically, they're the only ones who made it out. <laughs> yes. Kino is stuck on the prison. Which I wonder if we'll, whether we'll I don't see. think he's stuck there. I think he I think he did jump, but I think he died. I think he drowned. He probably because. I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't have just stayed on the, on the in the prison. I think, I th- I, 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 I it's implied that he's dead. I'm sure. Cause, oh, okay. But he but he died like free. That that's what's like. It, it's it's <laughs> it's kind of beautiful in a way, but also like really sad. Cause I love I, I loved him. But man, that prison. He. I definitely think Cyril's gonna die. He doesn't have he doesn't have very much, like. Sto- I mean, he does, I'm he, sure he has some story potential. Not like that. I mean, like he's just gonna die. He doesn't seem like a. a he doesn't seem like a character you. that they would keep alive. Mm-hmm. That her her ambition is gonna get the better of her. Yeah. Definitely. She's definitely gonna die. She's probably gonna die like Hella. Yes. From, <laughs> from yeah. love and, from not love and thirty from Ragnarok. Ragnarok. The way she just died. Uh, I was gonna say this that um, Kino Loy and Andy Serkis's character. In the prison, after he found out about what was going on, he became a really good character. I mean, he was already a good character. Yeah. But when like when they were figuring out the conspiracy and all that, then that first of all, it elevated Cassian's leadership abilities. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then also like Kino's story of it as well. Like he yes. was given false hope of so long just for it not to be true. So like he was he, he played it really good. Yeah. Um, the riot on Ferris is really good. Yeah, it really should. I just want to say. I just want to say one thing though. Yes, I'm glad Tim died. I hated him in the first. In the second episode was it? The third, second or third episode. I'm glad he died. He was the worst. <laughs> I hated him. I hated his guts so much. Uh, when he died, I was like, yes, he's dead. 
I just wanted to get that off my chest. I hate to agree with you, but I agree with you. I like. <laughs> I mean, when a character rats, when when a a character rats out the protagonist, thinking that he, thinking that he's the good guy, and like, I mean, they're, they're made to be hated. Yeah, but he definitely deserved to die. He didn't. He had no reason to live anymore. He served his purpose. <laughs> he served his purpose. But uh, I guess where does Andor go from here now? I don't know, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Because I definitely... The next season, he's definitely going to meet up with Melshi again. He has to. Luvin's going to train him. I know that I know that much. Yeah. he Actually, Kazian could tell uh, Luthen about Melshi. And he, I, he could go like they could go like get him so that they could, he can also like train him. I think of. like this is I think it needs to keep a, like a similar level of the the Star Wars politics and like the the the, the spy and heist stuff like that. I think because now I think like, he should definitely become more of a rebel like continue like keep building his character. Yeah, but then don't lose it in action sequences or don't try to like stretch it like if once he gets a point he gets to the point move on yeah <laughs> i agree because there are a lot of like characters that like reach a certain point and then they kind of like revert back and then they have to reach it again even though they should have already known it or like <laughs> they take them a completely different route even though they were kind of already in a good space yeah i'm saying I am more than confident in the creators of Andrew. You you have surprised me with season one because when they first announced, I was like, "Really? Do we need an Andor prequel? Do we need a Rogue One prequel?" Yes. Do we really need Andor? <laughs> when my mom found out, she was like, "Yes," because Diego, Diego Luna. Luna. And then we watched it. And I was like, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but no. But also, like the show convinced me, like, yes, this is a necessary part of Star Wars canon mm-hmm. because what I really like to see is the Empire when it was ruling. Yes. And the Bad Batch isn't doing really good with that. I mean, it'll... Bad Batch is garbage. Season 2 might show us more. Season 2 might show us more, but Andor's, like, really showing us at the height of it. I know a Bad Batch um, stan out there. Fight me. Come get me. (laughs) You heard him. He's he's asking for it. I specifically know one. I'm going to go tell her. (laughs) So, um... What was I saying? That... Andor in the future. Yes. They've convinced me... They, they, I've seen that this is a really good show. So now I have expectations. Oh, I also have Tay dies. Huh? Tay. Tay. No, no, not him. The, uh, Mon Mothma's, uh, husband. I hope he dies. He's, he's also dumb. <laughs> I, I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> I, I hope he ends up like Tim. <laughs> mm, I, I also hope that we see K2SO in the next season. Yes, we have to see him. At some, he needs to show I, Either up. late... I, don't, I think don't bring him in too early. Yeah. Bring him in late and Bring enough. him in at the right time. He has to bring, be brought in a, a, a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, whether or not season two, we'll see how they do that. But, like, it needs to be done good. Yeah. Because Heitoso was a great character in Rogue One. So introducing him incorrectly in Andor is a disservice. Yes. I'm not saying it'll ruin the character, but it'll ruin him in Andor. I agree. His the way that he the way that he is in in Rogue One will have me laughing every single time I watch it because I know how these characters end up. So that's why I end up crying. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think so. This like I said, low key like I said at the beginning, low key masterpiece. Honestly, it really is. 
So the show that we didn't know that we, we wanted, need, the show we didn't know we wanted or needed, but we ended up getting, we ended up needing it and wanting more of it. Exactly. That's a, that's how our show gets you. Yep. So, well, I guess that's it. Final thoughts. Uh, hopefully, Andor season two is definitely going to be good. I hope it will be. I, I'm sure it will be. I have high expectations. I think Andor has re-sparked the Star Wars renaissance. I really think so as well. Because Mando but, did it for a bit, and then... Book of Boba Fett killed it. Yeah. Bad Batch But Clone Wars Season it. 7 was good. Yeah, Clone Wars Season 7 was great, except for the first few parts. I like the Bad Batch arc. No, not the Bad Batch arc. The, the one after that. The, the one Trace with, and Rafa. Yeah, Trace and Rafa was garbage. We didn't need them. We Nobody wanted them. And... I think Andor is, definitely has the potential to bring it back. So, and we're, we're I mean, first of all, Mandalor- first of all, Bad Batch Season 2 is already going on. Yes. So that'll give us, like, a nice, like, Star Wars, like, spoonful while we wait for Mando Season 3 in February! Yes. No, was it March? I think they moved it to March. I think they moved it to March. Dang it! Oh, well. Oh, oh well. It's, it's early March, I know. Um, and then Ahsoka sometime this year, which yeah. I completely forgot Ahsoka was coming out until they did like, here's what's coming in 2023, Ahsoka, Ahsoka's coming out this year. So, uh, I know that's really much it. I don't, yeah, I, think, I don't think there's anything else for Star Wars after that. I'm, pr- I'm sure there's some other stuff, but that's like the we main make, stuff. We may get more Tales of the Jedi. <gasps> Vision season two in summer. That's right. I, I forgot, I totally forgot that Visions existed. I, I, some of them should become canon. I mean, that's a that's a discussion for another day. But some of them should definitely be brought into canon, like the ideas of it. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I definitely think we should great. get. I definitely think we should get. Uh, oh, accolade! It's not coming out this year. I know, but that's still coming soon. Yes, mm. and they should definitely make a show dedicated to the Sith. Like not like a, like not like a complete story, but like different like like stories of the Sith. Like a re- like a reverse of Tales of the Jedi, sort of something like that, but like. Also, Tales of the Jedi was really good. Like, I think they should make. I think what they should do, and Dave Filoni, you better hear this. But he's they, never gonna hear this. I, I mean, know. I, I mean, unless you know, you guys like share this on like every social media platform and tag Dave Filoni. But <laughs> they he sh- they should definitely get him to create an animated series on the. This isn't canon anymore, but they should they should remake it canon. The the Jedi and Sith War. I think it still is canon. Are you sure? I don't think no, but I don't think like all of it is canon. We know it's canon that it happened, but like the ba- the like, battles are not canon. The, like, like the characters and stuff like that. Yeah, the characters and stuff th- that's not canon anymore. They should create he, he, they should create a sh- an animated like Clone Wars, but to the next level. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of all for it. I mean, I'm anything. I mean, that would be fun. Of course, anything with the Sith is fun. Anything in that has anything bringing stuff back from Legends. I mean, the good stuff from Legends is good. And there were rumors about them making a Revan movie. They definitely should. That sounds that sounds great though. I don't know. Revan's story is too much for a movie to do justice. Even if you do it as a trilogy, I don't think it'll do it justice. I mean, it'll be good, sure. But it's, it's Legends. They're not gonna keep all of it. I know, but like, <laughs> they have to keep a lot of it to please to please the fans. That's true. But uh, before we go, we'll have to say something about Tales of the Jedi since we didn't do anything about it when it came out. Isak, uh, it was really good. First of all, Baby Ahsoka 
I mean, do we need a character? Do we need a version of ever- all of our favorite characters in baby form? Maybe, <laughs> but Ahsoka was great. Um, then the Count Dooku three episode series was really re- was that was really good. We finally get to see part of Jedi of, of Dooku's fall, and then Ahsoka's training, which really which we show how it paid off in Clone Wars season, which makes that scene all the more enjoyable. And you're like, man, Anakin helped her. Yeah, and that, which is kind of kind of ironic. I mean, he also created the fulcrum. That's true. <laughs> Anakin just keeps setting up his own fail. His his success is his own failure. Yeah. And then how she took down the Inquisitor in the last episode. That was, was cool. That was so good. I guess the Ahsoka novel is no longer canon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh well. If this is what we get, if this is what's canon now, I'm cool with that because that's still cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are my thoughts on Tales of the Jedi. Really small, bite size. All right. Thank you for your expert opinion. And if. You think that we should do more uh, Star Wars content, which we will anyway, despite your opinion whatsoever. <laughs> uh, please hit that follow button, you know, follow us on whatever you're listening on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever else our podcast is, uh, you know, give us that review, whatever you think we deserve. But we prefer five stars, but you know, your, on- your, your, your honest, honest review helps us show where we are as as creators. Yeah, but we ended last year with 4.2, which is actually pretty good. Actually pretty good. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm, I didn't think we were going to get past, like, three stars, but 4.2 is pretty good. I mean, come on, let's, let's, let's at least get it to 4.5. Get your, get your friends, get your family to listen to us, and give us at least a little bit higher of a star rating. We're not complaining with 4.2, but we'd like it just a little bit higher. <laughs> so, thank you for listening, and uh, come back for more. Listen to our other episodes if you haven't. Uh, so... Until next time, we'll see you then. Goodbye, everyone.